KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. Welcome to the Flashpoint Podcast. I'm Flashpoint host, Sherry Gregg. Today, in this special edition of the Flashpoint Podcast, I'm sitting inside of the KOW News Radio brand spanking new newsroom. Our station will soon be located inside of Intercom's new corporate headquarters at 2400 Market Street. We are, and you know, we here at KOW, we are all about community, and it falls in line with our parent company, Intercom, where local communities are at the heart of its business. So, for this podcast, we are highlighting some of Intercom's pillars of community impact. Titled Intercom Serves, we focus in five areas, mental health, children's health, sustainability, veterans and service members, and civic education. And today, we'll highlight a few of those. And first up, yay, it's my pleasure to introduce the Fairmount Park Conservancy. With me in the studio is Meg Holcher. She's Senior Development Director and Sarah Herschler, membership manager at Fairmount Park Conservancy. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for to having us. Thank you. Thank this you. is kind of cool, right? This is fantastic. We're thrilled to be here. Yes, you like you like our digs. Oh, right? yeah. beautiful, beautiful views. Wonderful. So, thank you again for being here. Now, Intercom got to partner with the Fairmount Park yep. this year. Yep. At Lemon Hill, I got to come and meet you, Meg. Yep. How did we do? You guys were fantastic. So, over 200 employees, um, so enthusiastic. Um, so much done that day, and this is a historic house. It overlooks Boathouse Row. It's an iconic view, and the trees were starting to grow in. We needed some people to come help us with the landscaping, and you guys just knocked it out of the park. Um, fantastic. So we actually got a little dirty, which is yes. something, you know, we try to be super clean over here at Intercom, <laughs> but we got really dirty. People rolled up their sleeves. How important is it for you all to have volunteers to do this work? It's so important because it lets people connect with the park system maybe in a different way than if they're jogging on the Schuylkill Trail or doing other recreational activities. Um, and we need the help. And so you guys, if you think about what 200 people can do in a couple of hours, it was fantastic. The picnic areas looked great. The landscaping looked great. And I think you guys had a lot of fun, too. I think we did. I think we did. And so um, you guys are our sustainability partners. Yep. Um, first of all, give folks an understanding of what sustainability is, because we that word is thrown around a lot nowadays. <laughs> But it can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people. Absolutely. And I think for us, sustainability is about what the park system does. You know, here in Philadelphia, 10,200 acres of park system. It almost touches every neighborhood. And it's cleaning our water. It's cleaning our air. It's keeping our temperatures cooler. And it's helping our city be more resilient. And that's direct impact on health. And so we know what the park system does for us. And that's why we're trying to give back to it, put resources and improvements into it so it can do its great job of literally keeping us healthy every day. Yeah, and how important is this green space? Because I know that Fairmont Park is one of the largest parks in this country. Yep. Yeah. And so, you know, again, uh, environmental benefits, emotional benefits, health benefits, right? Neighbors come out, they connect over their neighborhood park, people make friends, um, and there's a really a unifier in our green space, right? And it just makes our city beautiful and vibrant, and it's fun to be in the parks together. And it keeps you healthy, too, right? It absolutely does. Yes. Especially when you live in a big city like Philly, like having green space. And I think it's, you go to a lot of cities, you don't see this. That's right. That's 
That's right. Do you think we take it for granted? <laughs> I, I think people love their park system, right? Yeah. People have their favorite parks. Um, they know what it means to be able to hop on the Schuylkill River Trail, to go to the historic houses, to check out parks on tap. Um, I think people do really appreciate it. And how big is our park? It's huge. So, right. So, it is one, we say one of the largest, um, 10,200 acres. So, we have Ooh. watershed parks, right? Urban forest. Um, you could go horseback riding down to the small pocket neighborhood parks. Wow. So a lot of variety. A lot of variety in there in every single neighborhood yep. where there's always a patch of green space. Yep. And so um, every time I turn around for a long time, it was almost like I had the, the park beat uh, or whatever. <laughs> now Justin Udo covers a lot of park stuff. But I mean, like there was ribbon cutting after ribbon cutting after ribbon cutting. Yes. Did you tell me some of the highlights <laughs> from this the past year or so yep. of some things you're proud of? Yep. So we are really proud right now about the FDR Park Master Plan, right? So people came out, we kind of cut the ribbon on the master plan in May. Um, this is a 348-acre park in South Philadelphia, right? Whoa. Right at Broad and Patterson, half the size of Central Park. It's never had a plan before. It's an Olmstead firm park. This means it's like the design park in Central Park, right? It has pedigree. Um, people love it. They call it the lakes, but it needs a lot of love back. And so we have a plan where we will be putting in playgrounds, recreational fields, um, concessions, but then taking that natural land, the lakes that are there, the creeks, the wetlands, putting trails in. So for us, that's going to be a whole new experience for South Philly, for the gateway to Philadelphia there. Um, that's an exciting one for us. Awesome. And so yep. that's the big one for this that's year. That's the big one. And then we've got a couple of events and programs, just a couple coming up this fall. Um, Please so. lay it all out. Let us know. <laughs> so next week, uh, September 24th through the September 29th, we have In Motion in Place, a free outdoor dance performance. Get this. Three locations on rooftops around Logan Circle. So you have to look up to see these dancers um, at historic Mount Pleasant in East Fairmount Park and then on rafts, dancing on rafts in the reservoir at the Discovery Center. So this is free, open to the public. You can find out more at myphillypark.org. Um, that's going to be really, really unique. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to talk about any of the other upcoming events? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, we also have Glow in the Park, uh, which is on October 17th this year. Um, and it is a really fun night at the Fairmount Park Horticulture Center in West Fairmount Park. Um, it's a nighttime event, so there's going to be fire pits, there's going to be food and drink. Um, we're going to have the place all lit up, really special. We're going to have a photo exhibit by Albert Yee, who's who's been our photographer over the last six years. Um, and we're also going to have Shofuso, the Japanese house, is going to be lit up um, and available for tours. So um, October 17th, Glow in the Park, it's going to be awesome. And tickets include a membership, um, which leads me to uh, yes, a little please bit give the membership. <laughs> yeah, I didn't membership. even know. I yes. feel bad. I didn't even know you could become yeah, a member. Absolutely, a park champion. Yes. So, um, so we love our members. Uh, membership is really a great way to support us, um, but also to get to know the parks really well. Um, so we put on really fun events for our members. Uh, something like fifty to sixty events a year. Yeah. So we've got guided hikes. Um, guided bike rides, guided trail runs. Um, we've got, you know, guided meditation hikes. Um, we're going to try out some goat walks. So you're goat gonna, walks? Yeah, you're going to go on a hike. And there's gonna be some I'm signing up. I can't wait. Um, we've got so many fun things uh, for our members, and um, and we, you know, we just really appreciate folks who, who become a member of our organization and really are kind of 
you know, making an investment into um, learning about the parks and becoming ambassadors for the parks. So, um, you know, we encourage everybody to become a member. Um, we also have really popular yoga classes at the Horticulture Center. Those, um, those are super popular and sell out. So becoming a member means you get to register first. Yes. Um, so, uh, and actually Glow in the Park, again, I said everybody gets a membership with, uh, with your ticket. So myphillypark.org is where you can learn all about that. Um, but definitely encourage every, everybody who loves their parks in Philly to become a member of Fairmount Park Conservancy. That's amazing. And you guys partner with a lot of different... So individuals can become members and and, and go on these goat walks <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do a meditation hike though, because okay. oh. I'm I'm big into meditation. Yes, please do. I like peace. We're gonna save you a space. Yes. Yeah. And I, I want to check out. I'm, I mean, I gotta see what's up on Twitter with this goat walk first before <laughs> I jump on that. But you guys also partner with companies like Intercom. Yeah. How important are can people get their organizations involved? Yes. And and how does that help the parks? Yes. So again, I think you know having companies come out support the parks. Um, we love the employees to either come to our events to come out for a volunteer day. Um, you know, it's just a fantastic way for companies to say that, yes, these parks make Philadelphia vibrant. It's a great place to work, play, and live. And so we have a corporate partners program, again, the volunteer, corporate volunteer program, lots of events, and then memberships. You know, you can sign up um, a lot of employees group. for members, uh, memberships. Sign we would up, love that. Yeah. And how much are memberships? Uh, memberships start at $35 a year. Um, so it's a, you know, less than um, cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, that's less than a week. Yeah. That's just that because I used to spend like forty five dollars a week. Go. Yeah, there going we go. To, going to a certain, you know. Now I do it at home. Like I make my coffee yes. at home. So people can go to Phila, my Philly Park. That's it. org. Sign up. Yep. Um, give me your final pitch to get folks out. Give Give me a final pitch. Yeah. We wrap it up. Yeah. Yep. So we actually have a great day coming up on November 9th, and this is where we work with over a hundred and thirty park friends groups. So pick your neighborhood. There will be a park that day. People will be out cleaning and greening their parks, getting them ready for winter. For that, you go to loveyourpark.org. You can sign up. Um, it's a great way to connect. We'd love to have people out. Absolutely wonderful. So I want to say thank you to Meg Holster and thank you to Sarah Herschler for being a part of this Flashpoint podcast live at 2400 Market. Thank you so much thank for being you. here. Thank you, Gregory. All right. Next up, we have another pillar that we are highlighting, our veterans and service members, by focusing on issues that impact this community most, that is their well-being, employment, and education. So it is my absolute pleasure to introduce Travis Mannion Foundation. Intercom has supported the foundation since 2011. Travis Mannion Foundation COO Josh Jabin is here. Welcome to the Flashpoint Podcast. Hey, thanks. Happy to be here. Thank you. What do you think about our new digs at 2400? Oh, this is awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys have known us for so long, but for people who don't know about the Travis Mangan Foundation, please tell the Travis Mangan story a little bit. Yeah. Sure, sure. So we were formed in 2007 after we lost First Lieutenant Travis Mangan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, killed by an enemy sniper while saving his injured teammates in Iraq. Wow. And so in his honor and in honor of all the fallen heroes who have served and sacrificed for us, we started Travis Mangan Foundation 
Foundation uh, to give a community uh, for veterans and surviving family members and, and any uh, inspired civilians who want to join uh, to serve their community and to solve some of the biggest problems facing our country today. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm a, I'm a Marine. I've been in for 19 years now, the first 12 on active duty, um, and, and been in the reserve since then. And when, when veterans transition, um, you know, everybody struggles for, yeah. for different reasons. Um, you know, for most veterans and for me, you know, one day you wake up and you realize, you know, I'm no longer Josh the Marine. And you, you lose that sense of identity. And, you know, serving post 9-11, you know, you wake up every day knowing that you're making an impact. And when, when that's taken away from you, you know, you need that next mission. You know, that, the camaraderie in the Marine Corps, that's hard to replicate outside of, the, outside of the military service. And that's exactly what we provide at Travis Manning Foundation. We provide that new sense of identity, that, that next mission, that, that uh, sense of community and, and camaraderie. Yeah, and I think one of the things that struck me is sort of like the character element. And there's so many um, different like levels. There's so many um, things that uh, the, the foundation stands for. And could you talk a little bit about that and how that ties back? To, to Travis Mannion. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, when, when you go through your military experience, you, you walk away with some tangible skills. And, and at the top of the list is, is the character that you learn and the, and the leadership that you learn. So what we do is we train veterans and give them personal development and put them into positions to lead. And, and one of the, the top ways that we do that is through our program called Character Does Matter. So mm -hmm. we train veterans to use our curriculum of character development and leadership development, and, and we put them in front of uh, young adults, and, and they get to share stories about people that demonstrated different character strengths, and they get to do different activities with them to, to hone those character strengths. Wow, and I just love that because we need that in the world. We need people with um, with, with strong character um, leading us, you know? And so I have to talk about the relationship between Intercom and Travis Mannion Foundation. It's been a um, great, great relationship. Yeah, it's been a great relationship, and KYW has had a relationship with you yep. all as well. Um, talk about some of the things we've been able to accomplish together, and the list is long. Yeah, so, you know, Character Does Matter is one of our most important programs, but, but we do a lot of different community engagement events. Mm -hmm. So with veterans leading, they, we do different events to bring communities together, and, and maybe that's to, to serve through one of our Operation Legacy Service projects, or maybe that's to do a, an athletic event like our 9-11 Heroes Runs. And, and, you know, for us, the 9-11 Heroes Run was the, the entry into our relationship with Intercom. Mm -hmm. So uh, we partner, uh, and, and we, we try to get the word out to people, you know, about the 9-11 Heroes Run, come on out and, and, and support us and honor fallen heroes and run with us and, and really, you know, form that sense of community. And Intercom's just been great in, in many ways to help us, you know, tell that story about all the great work that veterans continue to do yeah. and, uh, and, and, and share share that, highlight the... And I got to talk about the one, uh, and you mentioned it briefly, about Operation Legacy Service Project yep. and that we've, uh, our folks have kind of helped out with the renovation of homes for veterans. How important is that project? Yeah, I mean, so for the veterans that were on the receiving end yeah. of those projects, who 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 were in some tough times, and uh, and and were able to get complete home renovations, it's mm -hmm. been life changing for mm -hmm. them. So you know, veterans are are community leaders, right? They are civic yeah. assets. You know, we 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 learned a lot during our time in the military, and we continue to to serve and lead. But sometimes we also need some help. Yeah, and and that's that's the situation that a couple of veterans, local veterans here in the Philadelphia area, found themselves mm -hmm. in. And so Intercom was fantastic in bringing some of 
some of your partners uh, into into it to say, hey, let's all get together and let's let's give this veteran a hand up yes. and put that person into a position where they can continue. You know, once you have a roof over your head, now you can go back out and continue to serve others and continue to lead. Yeah, and that's an amazing um, feat. And I know that we've also been able to donate four hundred thousand dollars to support veteran-led programs. That's important money going to I mean to good cause, right? You know, <laughs> none of this happens yeah. without without financial support. Yeah, and that's very true. And so I know that you guys stay busy all year. So do you have anything coming up? Yeah. So, you know, our, we, like I said, this is, this is a community. This isn't a transaction. We don't want you to come out to, to a run and, and then, and then we'll see you again next year. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is, is form this community of people that want to serve, that want to be with each other, that want to unite, that want to solve problems. Mm-hmm. So, so our job is to engage people throughout the year. So we just, we're just finishing up now our 9-11 heroes run. So we, we have 90 all across the world. 60,000 people will participate. Wow. Coming up, our next big campaign is going to be Operation Legacy Service Projects um, in November, right around Veterans Day. So we're Gonna, and that's a busy time for you guys, I'm sure. It's a very busy time for us, but it's a great time to take a step back to honor all those who have who have served and sacrificed and who continue to serve, and that's that's what we're doing. I want to talk a little about this if not me, then who yeah. campaign. I know it's a mantra that Entercom has elevated over the years. Tell us, what, what does that mean? Well, those were the words that, that Travis Mannion spoke. Travis Mannion grew up here uh, right outside of Philadelphia, and when he came home from his first deployment to Iraq, when he had already known that he was going back for his second deployment, which was going to be a very dangerous one, you know, he had to go check out an Eagles game. And so him and his brother-in-law were having a great time at the Eagles game, and after they were leaving, his brother-in-law said to him, hey, Travis, how about I, I push you down the stairs so you hurt your and you don't have to go back for your second tour of duty. And Travis, who was always one of the first to crack a joke and have a good time, got really serious with him. And he said, Dave, you know, if I don't go back, then someone else is going to have to go in my place. If not me, then who? And what we've learned is that those five words weren't just something that he said off the cuff that day. Those were the words that he lived by, and those are the words that we live by at, at Travis Manion Foundation. Well, that's an, an amazing story. Um, and because a lot of people, I think that, you know, people have, a lot of people wouldn't do that, you know. And I love that that is that character, that level of character is something that you promote. Um, and so what do you think Travis would say about all the work that the foundation does? I think he'd be super proud. I think that, that he would be the first to tell you that this is not about one person. This is about honoring all of our fallen heroes and their families who have sacrificed so much, all of our veterans and our first responders. And more than that, it's bringing more people in. You know, everybody has it in them to, to give and to serve in whatever way that they can. And that's what we're trying to do. With veterans and their families leading the way, we're just trying to bring everybody into the community together and say everybody can, can serve others and, and be part of this community. Yeah, and so how do people who are veterans or service members, first responders, how do they connect with you and engage? Our website is the best place to start. Mm-hmm. So go to travismanion.org, click on, click, uh, join the mission, yeah. and, and it'll walk you through the process from there. And, and, and we offer lots of different opportunities throughout the year, um, and, and the goal is just to get involved. In any way you can, just get involved. Yeah, so if you're coming home uh, from deployment or what have you, and you're, you know, or you, or what have you, can join, because you're looking for that sense of family and unity, and you can find that with you. That's right. These are things that everybody needs. You know that yeah. that sense of purpose, the, those those relationships. You know these are these are universal themes. You know they, they affect service members because we have them in spades when we're still active duty. But these are things that everybody needs. Yeah. And how can we support the organization? Because I know you mentioned it's not free. How can people participate if they say, you know what, I love what you guys are doing. I may not be a first responder or a, a veteran, but I want to help. 
join the mission. Go to our website, join the mission. Whether yeah. you give us your time or you give us money, uh, whatever you can do, just get involved, join the mission, and, and, and be a part of this. Well, I want to say thank you to Travis Mangan Foundation for all the work that you do with us and in the community. And also thank you to Josh Jabin, COO, for coming and being a part of this Flashpoint podcast at our new 2400 Market Street location. Thanks, Terry. We, we look forward to many more years of this wonderful partnership with Intercom. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our next and final pillar of the Intercom Serves program is civic education. We use our voice and our platform to inform and to educate our audiences on the role we all have in ensuring and sustaining our democracy. So here to highlight this pillar, we have Lauren Christella. She's Chief Advancement Officer for Committee of 70. And we also have Dr. Curry Sautner, Chief Learning Officer at the National Constitution Center. Welcome to the Flashpoint Podcast. Thank you so much for having us. I have some chiefs here. We're in the room. I am so excited. So I want to go right in and just talk about the Committee of 70 because um, as a journalist, you all are there and you do a lot of things in the background that I don't even think people realize you are doing. So talk about your mission and how you promote civic education. Sure. So we are a 115-year-old, nonpartisan, nonprofit, uh, civic leadership organization dedicated to better government and accountability accountability and transparency in city and state government, and then also um, we firmly believe that more people voting and voting smart and better informed um, is better for democracy. So that's what we, we work day to day. We work very closely with journalists uh, on the accountability side, mm-hmm. so holding our, our elected officials and, and the government uh, to account. Yeah, and that's a lot of what we're doing right now. That's a, That watchdog status is very important. Target rich environment is what we say around the there's yeah. a lot of opportunity for that. I know. It's so crazy. Uh, so located in Old City, the National Constitution Center is home to much intellectual conversation and learning. Absolutely. You're the chief lear- learning officer. Chief learning <laughs> officer in charge of it. So we are so lucky because we are right beside Independence Hall. Yes. The most historic square mile in the country. So just to be clear, Philadelphia has it all. We yes. wrote the Constitution. We wrote the Declaration of Independence. And we began democracy here. And we are a city that continues that democracy. Our job is to teach people in a nonpartisan way what the Constitution says, what it means, and what the top scholars say. The ideas are right now that we're debating. So really difficult issues around our government and how it works. Our job is to have those conversations and get people talking to each other around those ideas. And the, the people don't realize civic education, that, that is something, we also have civic duties that are tied into that. So could you talk about civic education generally and what our duties are as citizens of this democracy? Sure. The balance of our constitutional rights is our responsibility. Yeah. So we are responsible for getting ourselves informed, uh, for taking public actions, whether it's voting is kind of the first and best, but uh, writing op-eds, organizing people, uh, 
making your opinions heard and getting and getting informed. Uh, so we're so lucky at the Committee of 70, we work in close partnership with the Constitution Center on a lot of uh, civic education issues. We are launching a youth civic engagement initiative this fall to simulate voting in classrooms across the city. Uh, we're going to start in a few, and hopefully by 2020, and that important election will be in every high school in the city of Philadelphia. That's amazing. you got to get them early, right? And that is proven, uh, yes, exactly right, but that is proven once you form that habit early, it's a habit for life. And so if we can get into high schools and get more students uh, registered to vote and then yeah. also practicing and learning what the machines are like and having those important conversations about who they're going to vote for, uh, that becomes a lifelong habit and one that they will bring home and it becomes a culture of voting. And that's what we want in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I know the National Constitution Center brings students through there. Every time I visit, there's like big groups of students walking through. We have about a quarter of a million students that come through the building every year and we see millions of students online. Our interactive constitution is free for everybody. So when we think about civic education, we think of all ages. Everybody needs to be involved. Everybody needs to be engaged in this constitution because it's our democracy. Yes. And it only works if we're taking part in it. So that means build your knowledge, build your skills, and then take action. Those three big pillars are really what we all do together to make sure we are a lifeblood of democracy here in Philadelphia and emanating that out across the country. Yeah. And I got to talk to you about this media cycle. As a, as a journalist, member of the media, it's been crazy, and it's hard for us, for us as journalists, and we consume a lot of information every day. How, how, I mean, how are people handling, our citizens handling, trying to educate yourself when the news cycle is boom, 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 going less than 24 hours at this point? People are exhausted. Yeah. Right? It's exhausting to keep up with it and to stay informed and... Uh, to take those actions that some of the information requires, right? If you if you don't like what you're hearing and you need to, to fight back or petition your government, uh, it becomes exhausting after a while. So this fall, we're also launching an initiative called CPR for democracy, mm -hmm. right? We need a little CPR, mm -hmm. uh, the Campaign for Political Responsibility. And part of it is that, media literacy and resiliency. Yeah. How do you engage with the media, have a healthy media diet? What are you sharing? What are you consuming? Um, to kind of combat that exhaustion, but also take part and get better informed. Yeah, because people have this idea of fake news. You don't know what's real. Everybody gets their A lot of people get their news from Facebook and sometimes I click on things and it's incorrect and I have to let people know this is not accurate. This is not a valid website. So, right. there's and, and I mean, there's this, I mean, we're getting we're spinning yeah. <laughs> so fast. I mean, one of the big projects that we're working on is what does digital citizenship look yeah. like? Mm -hmm. And that's, again, for all ages. How do we look at news and look at media and say we need to look at this and look at our sources and do our homework to know what we're learning and what we're being told. Every source yeah. has an opinion to it. But also how do you have an open dialogue online? How do you really engage with others about what's going on and get more information from that in a healthy way? In a healthy way because there's so much yeah, we have to all listen to other people's ideas. That's what this country was founded on. People were like, there was debate. Debate is good. It, it's good and it's not something we should shy away from, but it is also a skill, mm -hmm. right? This isn't something that's going to come naturally and there's a lot of emotion. So we're really proud to, to have the Pennsylvania Center for Civic Engagement as part of the Committee of 70 and Chris Tullo and Harris Sokoloff have been doing amazing work around civic yes. engagement and having really important dialogues with very different types of communities. Uh, and we're looking to expand that across the region. Wonderful. So that is a great transition. Tell us a little bit about what you have going on. 
our right now our biggest launch which just happened on Constitution Day which was September 17th and right now we're in Constitution Week just so we're all clear we're celebrating the Constitution this week nationwide we've just launched the upgraded interactive Constitution with classroom exchanges so we're connecting kids across the country from different parts of the country talking to each other about these big constitutional issues and then of course we have a huge event at the end of October October 27th is yeah. our Liberty Medal event and it's a that, large yes. yeah. fantastic it's Justice Kennedy Justice Neil Gorsuch talking about the lifelong learning of the Constitution and how everybody needs to embrace it because it's their document yes amazing and I remember when John Lewis came here yes anyway go ahead yes uh, <laughs> best year <laughs> so at the at the committee of 70 uh, we're getting ready for another election I think yes. a lot of people are taking for granted that there is an election on November 5th uh, mayor race city council there's a, a bunch of interesting races happening in the in the suburbs around the counties uh, and we're so we're going to offer our complete suite of election resources our nonpartisan voter guide create and share your ballot through we vote uh, and find your polling place, check your registration, all of that basic voter services that we provide. And then we're getting ready for a very important conversation on November 22nd. We're hosting Akil Amar from Yale's a renowned constitutional scholar, and Sherilyn Eiffel, who John Legend just called Bob a national Bob. treasure, yes. uh, will be talking about the anniversaries of the 15th and 19th Amendment, saying that yes. the right to vote shall not be denied on account of race or gender. And then what does that mean for our, the fight for the ballot today? Because we're coming up on 20. 2020 100th anniversary exactly of right. the, uh, the women's yeah, suffrage. Yep. Yes, I'm so excited about that. So, how can people engage you and 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 you know become more civically educated? Please download our WeVote app. WeVote by Committee of 70, uh, developed by local tech startup Milk Crate, woman-owned, awesome company. Uh, it is a complete hub of all of our election information. So Wonderful. that's a place to start. And go right to constitutioncenter.org. And if you want to jump right into the Constitution and look at the leading scholars talking about what they agree upon and what they don't, it's constitutioncenter.org backslash constitution. Wonderful. So I want to say thank you to Lauren Cristella and thank you to Curry Sautner for coming on the Flashpoint Podcast and being a part of our new 2400 headquarters launch. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. That's it for this very special edition of the Flashpoint Podcast taped here at 2400 Market Street, Intercom's brand new headquarters and KYW's new newsroom. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is Flashpoint Show. You can also follow me at Cherry Gregg. You can subscribe on the Radio.com app or other platforms. All you got to do is search Flashpoint KYW for more info about Intercom Serves and its five pillars of community impact. Go to Intercom.com slash serves. For more on Flashpoint, log on to KYWnewsradio.com slash Flashpoint. I'm your host, Cherry Gregg. Thank you for listening.